be nervous. So, what's up, loungers? Welcome to the Seahorse Lounge, where every month we explore a part of nerd culture we know nothing about. So, I am one of your hosts. What? I might. We might know a little bit about it. We know a little bit, but that's our new thing. We're going to explore the options that we have in nerd culture that we don't know a lot about. I think it's going to be a lot of fun us doing this. So, I am one of your hosts, Jake Wins. Along with me, I have, of course, the boss man, Kyle Wadsworth. And Mary, we still don't have a solid nickname. Yeah, I, mean, I don't like my nickname. So no, I don't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> we need to find something <laughs> else. We still need something like for Mary. If you can think of one, please let us know. And we also have a special guest this week. Kyle, could you please introduce him for us? Yes, we have Benson Tanner is gracing us with his presence. Woo! It's a digital presence, but it still <laughs> counts yes. in this world. Yes. Benson's joining us from all the way on the other side of the country. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Where? I was I'm lucky enough to know him. I would actually never know him unless he married my sister. He's oh. way too way too cool for me. Okay. So, welcome Benson. Yes. Welcome to the show. Very excited to have you on, Benson. Thanks guys. Glad to be here. All right. So, did you guys hear about the big Star Wars announcement that we had? couple of days or last week actually wait that I, rise of I skywalker read it in the show notes but yes. i didn't know about it before then so, i did see it and it was going to be something i want to talk about oh, but you beat me to me. it so i am very excited so uh i think it was actually saturday last saturday or sunday uh disney came out and said like yeah we're working on the next stage of star wars and it's going to take place during the high republic era and at first when they discussed it the rumors that i saw it was going to be another trilogy but now the more that I've read about it, it's not going to be a trilogy. It's going to be like yeah. a series of movies, potentially. Uh, so they're just going to do one at a time and see how it goes. But it's going to take place 400 years before the Skywalker saga. And it's going to feature characters that we know, like Yoda, yes. like in his prime. And then some other Who says characters. it's his prime? Probably, probably just him, though, right? If it was oh. 400 years. Yeah. Is there anybody else that lives that long? Yeah. I don't think there's going to be anyone else. And I so, mean, there will be some people that we've heard of, yes. for sure. Yeah. We're going to hear some Keanu Reeves is going to be in it. There's a chance he could be. We, we never know. But yeah. And it's, they, He's going to be in every movie I've heard. Keanu Reeves will make an appearance in every <laughs> single movie. He made an announcement. Every movie will yeah, feature every Keanu Yeah, every movie will Reeves. feature Keanu Reeves. Well, he's in the new uh, Spongebob movie, and that's all I care about. Oh, so. it's true. <laughs> I did not know he was also in Toy Story 4. You didn't know that? I didn't know that was him that did the voice of that stunt devil. The dude. Canadian stunt yeah. devil. <laughs> I thought that was so cool when I found that. I was like, man, good on you, Keanu. He's doing everything. I like that. He's such a cool guy. So I'm very excited for Star Wars. I think I want more Jedi, and I think we're going to see a period of time where we're going to see a lot of Jedi. And I would love to see almost like an all-out war of Jedi's. We got a similar taste of it. See, in, I would uh, rather see less Jedi. Really? Yeah. Because Mandalorian has been the well, greatest that, thing yeah. ever. I feel you. Yeah. But <laughs> actually, no. So sticking with the Star Wars, I mentioned a few episodes ago that I was thinking of doing the whole Fallen Order thing, and I pulled the trigger. Okay. Yeah. And uh-huh. I realized I'm really bad at video games, guys. <laughs> it's so, I'm really an bad. Update, though, like, how's it going? Uh, I'm probably well. not far enough into it in order to know how it's going. <laughs> Because I'm like, excited for you. I yeah. still haven't gotten it, and I want to get you could, it. But... You could probably beat it in an hour or so while no, I watch you, Jake. No, no. I will get it someday. But No, it is it. a lot of fun. I'm definitely playing. I'm playing it on story mode where nobody's really that mean. I just kind of <laughs> walk through, and then every once in a while, the computer takes over for me, and I'm just like, sweet, this is so cool. Swings the lightsaber. Yeah, I have a lightsaber. <laughs> That's pretty much 
Yeah, that's what I do. I'm just excited. And I can change the color. I did. I I got to a point where I could pick like any color for my lightsaber. And right now, I'm pretty sure it's pink. What? Because Lauren was sitting next to me. She's like, try the pink. I think that would look good. I was like, "Eh, why not? Wow. It's more of a fuchsia. Okay. That would be pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I've seen people, they they get up. Can you also dual lightsabers on that? Yes, there is a, a skill that allows you. It's. Technically, it's like a Darth Maul double-sided, okay. but you can break it apart into two. Dude, that's sweet. Yeah, that that's what I would want if I was a Jedi. That style, yeah. break it apart and put them together. It'd be so cool. Mary, what have you been up to? Uh, Well, I was going to say that I've been watching The Witcher. Oh, yeah. But then I was afraid that you guys were going to ask me what episode I'm on, and so I looked it up just now on my Netflix, and I'm halfway through episode three, so I don't know much about it, oh, but I okay. like it. <laughs> I saw that in the news. It says it spans 50 years is the yeah, timeline the of series. season yeah. one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have not seen that so far, but I've yeah. only watched two episodes. So I'm not really the expert. Are the episodes super long? Are they like an hour? Or are they pretty short? Sure. I want to say they're like 40 minutes to an hour. Okay. Okay. I just made that up, though, so I don't know. And on a level of TV to Game of Thrones, <laughs> where does this lie in the... Uh... Yes. A Game of Thrones level oh you mean like of like violence oh yeah yeah violence yeah, yeah it's game of thrones level for oh sure. okay, okay yeah i've yeah. heard so that. for those of you seeking some serious gore yeah the look up the witcher is for you and, and lots of nudity you can see super oh oh that <laughs> is whoa, 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 here we go. real exciting then right. uh so yeah um, if you're looking for that kind of lifestyle look up the witcher you heard it here first mary loves it <laughs> you get a long-haired what it's white long hair Geralt henry yeah. cavill yeah, yeah. Killing people yeah. and apparently getting naked. Did you no, see- he doesn't get naked. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> just other people. Okay. Did you see? Uh, you see that video they put out where they, where they uh, changed his sword to a lightsaber. I did, and it bothered me because there was too much blood. Because lightsabers they cauterize the wound yeah. immediately, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is mm-hmm. this is false." Oh, I but- thought it was so cool. I was like, "Man, Henry Cavill would make a great Jedi. He knows what he's doing." So, uh, but I've actually been playing Witcher Three on the Switch video game. It's actually pretty cool. But I too was very lost about what was going on. Mm. It's it's hard to follow. Like they really expect you to already know what's going on, and I'm like, I feel like the first like two hours of that game, I was like, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? <laughs> like, what is the purpose? Having of this? existential crisis as yeah. you're playing the game. Yeah, Who like, am it's I? Probably why me with every yeah. game. I'm like Mario Kart. Why am I doing why what am I'm I doing? doing? This? Why do I keep driving? All right. Well. Is there anything else we need to cover? Or- no. Jake has questions. Oh, yes. Yes, guys. Jake has questions. Hope you guys are ready. First question. Benson, are you listening? I am listening. All right. Hope you're ready. It's going to be a big question. Would you rather be a Sith Trooper or a Death Trooper? So this is the, the Black Ooh. Stormtroopers or the Red Stormtroopers? This no, is- they are death troopers or Sith troopers. Right. That's There's what you said. But if you're wanting to go color wise, just remember so, the colors. Uh, I'll just jump because I started talking. But um, initially, my my first thought was Sith trooper because they look sick. That's like, the only good thing. Of- I no, but it. then yes, that was my immediate. It was like, wait, <laughs> they, they only nothing. lasted one battle. <laughs> At least yeah. the death troopers were around for a while, mm-hmm. and I would definitely go with the death trooper because yeah, Sith troopers lost the one and only battle they were in. Yes. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Mary. So. Yeah, de- de- Death Trooper. Because I, like, I looked at I didn't know either. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. But so I Googled it, and on both of their little Wikipedia pages, like, Sith Trooper, it's like, 
the troopers that wear red armor. Yeah, like, that's that it. all of it. And Death Trooper, they have all these special skills. Yeah. They're like yeah. it's essentially stealth. a SWAT team yeah. or SWAT special team, or like, ops yeah. or like the Rangers, Marines, the Navy yeah. SEALs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I too would pick the Death Troopers. What about you, Benson? Who would you pick if you got to be in one of these squads? Okay, so I. Yeah, having so having watched the Rebels cartoon, and if you guys haven't watched those, you've got to. Do I have. It. Oh, watch yeah. it all. It's the, the best. The, awesome. Okay, so the Death Troopers are freaking badass. Like, there is no mm-hmm. topping those guys. Yeah, the Sith yeah. Troopers kind of had this little cameo. Like, you're cute. See you later. Right. <laughs> but right. if I were to pick somebody that wore red, so sticking with the theme, if I could choose between a Praetorian Guard or a Death Trooper, I'd totally Ooh. choose a Praetorian Guard. Okay. I mean, those, those guys can kill Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. It's a good point. I mean, those are... Yeah, that would actually... But we're we're sticking to Sith versus Death. Yeah. We're Sith not pulling an extra. Yeah, sticking to the question, I, I'd have to choose Death Trooper over Sith Trooper just because they've got, they've got more backstory, they've got more yeah. character, and I mean, they debuted in the best Star Wars film, in my opinion. Uh, yes, they Rogue did. One, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. 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 Really Even though they followed around a really annoying kind of whiny guy, but uh, no. he's I'm just kidding. No, yeah. he I like well, directly. Also the only, he was good. Yeah, they're also the only troopers that can actually hit something, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. true. they kill a lot yeah, of people. Accurate. That's that's so. how talented they are. They can actually, <laughs> actually kill people. That's yeah. why they're death mm-hmm. troopers. <laughs> Very true. Yep. All right, next yeah. question is a is a versus question. Bubba Fett versus. The Mandalorian. Who's coming out on top? Ooh, uh, okay, Benson, you are got to start this one. Now, who's winning out of those two? Okay. So, when I was... Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I... I really like... So, having watched the cartoon, so I'm going to preface this a little bit. It's going to get a little okay. weird, so I'll apologize. But having watched Clone Troopers, I fell in love with the Mandalorian culture and the philosophy behind like the Mandalorian mm-hmm. Creed. And so yes. I like that blossomed into me like latching on to Boba Fett as a character and learning more about him and like like how just how badass he is, right? Um mm-hmm. that being said, having watched the Mandalorian series, it made me question why I liked Boba Fett so much. Sure, Boba Fett's oh, a great bounty hunter. And he's he's mm-hmm. really sneaky and and he's he's got a freaking awesome ship. But He's not like if you think about it, he's not really Mandalorian. Sure, no, he's, got he's a he's a clone. He's armor. not he's not a Mandal. He's yeah. a clone, so he's not the real deal. He's and not Jango. Exactly, he's not. Oh, and, and there's a question well, around whether Jango was Mandalorian or not. Because well, so, Jango was having Boba his doesn't off all the time. Yeah. 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 Sorry, so yeah, he obviously wasn't. No, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like because I I, I coming from the viewpoint of like what a true Mandalorian is and, and who represents the armor and all of this, the, the, uh, the symbolism that comes with that character and that armor, I have to go with, uh, Din Jarvan. Like the Mandalorian yep. is oh, by far. He's true my name. Favorite. I dig well, it. Yep. Dude. Wow. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Or <laughs> those that were wondering. No, no, you're good. <laughs> no I, that's, Sorry. that's just my way of always. No, if you haven't seen it, you're sinning. Yeah, um, you, you need, need to go it. watch mm-hmm. the Mandalorian. But yes, I, I'm all the way with Benson on this because, back to the point, Boba Fett's not really Mandalorian. Mm-mm. His dad kind of betrayed the entire Mandalorian creed and just like, oh, I'm gonna make as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. Let Sold them, himself. yeah, yeah. I just mm-hmm. do whatever. And then he got, hey, yeah, I just don't think chopped. The Fets are a good representation of the Mandalorian creed. Mm-hmm. Therefore, 
I vote with Benson. Mm-hmm. All right. So Mandalorian. Mary, who are you yeah. picking? Mando would never fall into the Sarlacc pit. Oh! He would never have done it. If he, if he did, I was like, yeah, if he fell in, the Sarlacc would regret it. That's yeah. what would yeah. happen. Spit him out. No, I for sure would go with the Mandalorian because, yeah, I feel like there's more of a, a fire and determination to win between those two. The Mandalorian has the most. Like, he wants to come out on top. So, yeah, definitely picking him. All right, these two, this next question is, which one would you rather be the pilot of a tie fighter or a star destroyer Ooh. Mary, TIE Mary? super Mary. fast so I, yeah. I remember that I th- okay mary your turn a tie fighter because when stuff yeah. i mean you guys know me when stuff's getting sketchy i'm like okay bye <laughs> yeah but you don't have a hyperdrive you'd be stuck but still That's if you're true, in the star yeah. destroyer you just sit there and you're like well gonna explode in a couple <laughs> yeah. seconds no, everything like, has uh, the star destroyer ever made true. it out without just exploding into no, pieces they, it's usually yeah, I'm little, sure. Yeah, a little too late. Uh, Star Destroyer? Uh, probably not. Yeah. But TIE Fighters, they explode like on the first contact yeah. with anything. It's like, why I'm not making blast. contact. Beep. I'm just out of there. Yeah. 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 Uh, I would probably pick... I'd probably pick a TIE Fighter because I like to experience how fast they really are. Yeah. Like, to see how much of a kick they, like, like they really have. Like, the one that... When Poe Dameron expresses how fast exactly. it is. Like, I want to experience that. Like, I want to feel what it's like. <laughs> yeah, when, so that's like a First Order TIE Fighter. It's yeah. a little bit nicer. They yeah. got shields. They can shoot cannons out the mm-hmm. back. But, yes, that reaction when he's like, Whoa, this thing really flies! Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be in that cockpit. Yeah, <laughs> like, too. I, I want to try it so bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely not doing a Star Destroyer. Slow, clunky. Yeah. They do look real nice, though. I they do want do. the Lego full Super Star Destroyer Lego set. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Benson, but. what are you picking? So I'm going to pick Star Destroyer. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So I want you guys to close your eyes and think back to the first okay, time you saw A New Hope. Right? And what was the first thing you saw? Was the Star Destroyer like looming over the camera? And you couldn't help but be like, what in what is the that? heck yeah. is going on, right? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. think about, like, the symbolism behind the Star Destroyer and, like, the fear of its presence, like, being there. Um, good point. Very good was point. it? Yeah. Jen Erso was like, why Why is there a Star Destroyer here on, um, oh, what's the planet? Um, oh, where, uh, that was... The, where they're mining the kyber crystals. Why can I not remember this now? They reference it Sorry, in Rebels guys. as well. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah where they have the they're mining the kyber crystals. Dang it, where is that? Yeah. So, but they yeah because of uh, um, Saul Guerrero's presence, like they had to have a, like something be there to protect him. And what 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 better thing than a star destroyer to strike the the fear in the hearts of the uh, the, the rebellion and the rebels there? So, yeah. I, I don't know. Like if I'm gonna make a political statement and I wanna I wanna f shiz up, then yeah, I'm gonna stick with. Star <laughs> Okay, and so to your point, like with the Star Destroyer, there's uh, there was a comedy sketch. I believe it may have been bad, bad lip reading of a Force Awakens, where Kylo Ren he's like, "Oh yeah, look at those angles, look at that power." He's just talking about like <laughs> the shape of Star Destroyer. He's like, "That's really gonna intimidate people." Mm-hmm. That's it's, so it's exactly what you're talking about. But yep. yeah, I get that. Yeah. All right. Next question. I'm gonna kind of paint a scenario for you guys. The Rebels have launched an attack on the Death Star. What is your immediate reaction? <laughs> Jumping in a TIE fighter and going to war or sprinting to the nearest escape pod and launching yourself to the next habitable planet to get out of the way? What's your first move? TIE uh, fighter or Balin? 
Well, you gonna stand okay, your ground. But the thing is, if I didn't, I would probably stay and fight because I've been told that this is there's this no way. Do. Yeah. I, well, is this the first Death Star or the second one? Actually, just a Death Star. It's... I hate that because if it was the first one, I'd probably be like whatever. Yeah, they can't we got this. Them. Yeah, little, it's like a fly. It's gonna yeah. hit the windshield. If those, yeah, there's windshields. Uh, <laughs> and just let be over. I can't abandon my post. We're gonna we're gonna get through this. Mary's gonna run away. She's already shaking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Mary. I think I'm gonna take off too. I think I'm like, hey, this is my opportunity. You're gonna to leave escape, your friends to to escape, fight, to get oh, away. I'm gonna pull. Okay. A you're gonna fin pull a Finn from Fallen, like Last Jedi. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Um, all right, Benson, what's your answer, buddy? What are you going with? Oh, Tie Fighter. Let's, going to let's, war. Let's go. Let's go wreck up these rebels, man. They don't deserve to be here. <laughs> Rebel scum. Yeah, exactly. All right, you've been asked by Darth Vader to go on a secret mission, and you get one droid sidekick. Who are you picking? K two S O or I G eleven? Okay. These are both very. I, I have a feeling I know where droids. Benson's gonna. Well, no, maybe not. Benson, are you going with your favorite film? Oh, it's a tough one. I I really like K two S O, and not to seem too much of a Mando fanboy. I'm, yeah, I'll go with K two S O. Okay. Okay. So I like having he, played I mean, Fallen Order. He bends Order. off how many? How many? Go ahead. Sorry. No. No. Yeah. That's right. No. He does. He he stands up. He does a lot. However, some stuff I learned in Fallen Order is the K two S O or the, the Imperial units, droid yeah. are easily hacked, and therefore. I would go with the IG-11 mm-hmm. for that that fact alone. Because part of it is you do actually yeah. fight a lot of those Imperial droids. And if you get them down to a certain hit point, you can use your little droid to like hack them in. And then they fight for you. I was like, uh, if I'm mm. going to have somebody on my side, I want it to be someone that has to essentially be destroyed before it's going to do anything. That's pretty cool. I didn't know you could do that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Mary, what are you picking? I mean, that's a really good point. So I'm rethinking my my choice. But I feel like I would want K2SO. Because just like the, the comic relief. Yeah, having the like my sassy little sidekick mm-hmm. with me. Oh, so we're going comic relief. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the point of the droids everyone knows. <laughs> it's true. Right, so, yeah. We all know we're not picking C3PO. No, no. No, that'd be a horrible pick. I might go... I'm just envisioning these two fighting and who would come out on top. And I honestly think IG-11 would come out on top. Because I think IG-11 packs a little bit more of a punch than K2SO does, I would enjoy the personality and the actual person to talk to on a secret mission that Darth Vader sent me on. But if I'm really worried about my life being protected, I think I'm going to go with IG-11. I think he's going to have my back till death. So we'll pick IG-11. All right. All right. Well, let's we? let's Let's explain a little bit how yes. we're changing the podcast yes. here. Kyle, so, please explain to us what's what's happening. We went yeah. on this hiatus, we didn't record for a little bit. We're we had we had up. some artistic differences, and we decided we need to take some time. Yes, that's all just made up, actually. No. But yeah, we just um, took a break. It's really yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> we we decided we this past year we've really just scratched the surface. We've really focused a lot on Star Wars, mm-hmm. Marvel, a little bit of Harry Potter sprinkled here and there, mm-hmm. and we've admitted to ourselves that. That's mainstream culture. That's not really yeah. nerd culture anymore. So uh, we decided that what we want to do is we want to explore 
more into nerd culture. Things that you may not know about too much. Mm-hmm. We want to go in, find something that maybe we don't know a lot about. We're going to do a little exploratory episode. So we'll go to two episodes a month, actually. The first one will be us discussing what is this, what are we going to talk about. And mm-hmm. the second episode of the month will be us making an attempt to do whatever topic we have for that month. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's going to be all about expanding our nerd like we want to learn more and see what else is out there that's not exactly mainstream in the way of like nerd culture so we're very excited we've laid out some topics for these coming months and i'm excited to learn some new stuff so do we want to introduce what our topic and focus is this week or this month this month so the month of january we are going to discuss and this is one of the reasons we have benson because he is working on becoming a part of this but there is an organization Somewhat of, I don't know, maybe maybe an army, some yes. would say, mm-hmm. or part of. It's the 501st Legion, Vader's first, right? So, it's a bunch of individuals that are very committed to mm-hmm. film, just spec, <laughs> everything. Like, yep. So, they dress up like stormtroopers, they're villains. They, I mean, that's what they dress up like, stormtroopers mm-hmm. or villains. And then they go out and they do good... So it's bad guys doing good. That's the whole idea. I didn't really know a lot about this uh, until Benson started getting into it. And I started doing more research. Like, hey, I want to know. So there's actually, wherever you are, there's probably a chapter. And in the final episode of Mandalorian, they did not have enough stormtroopers. So they actually reached out to the local group, the chapter for the 501st. And then they... We're able. Could you imagine that? It's like because you're oh, part yeah. of the 501st, you get to be an extra on the Mandalorian. Oh. Now, when they were doing that, so John Favreau has has said it was really nice to have the extra help and to get the extra pieces. So the members of the 501st, they came. was like, oh, you you put the armor on wrong for this thing, and they were like what? correcting John what? Favreau, and he was like, oh, thank you know, thanks for the help. Really? And then when they were doing the last scene where there's like the standoff between Mando and the the whole crew everybody Mm -hmm. they're like oh no 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 no! that's not how the stormtroopers would actually stand this is the correct order for when they do like they were correcting john favreau all over the place that's cool i mean these people are serious yeah they know their stuff so if you ever have questions about what stormtroopers or sith lords would do or bounty hunters in this guy like so as long as it's a bad guy you can get a costume get it set up it's very serious cosplay yeah but Anyway, so that, again, Benson's, he's on, right? So Benson, what are, you, what are you doing real quick? Like, you're kind of in the process, right? Yeah, yeah. So to to be fair, like, I'm not a member of the 501st Legion yet. Um, one of the requirements is you have to have an approved costume to be able approved. to join. And so I'm going through that process right now. I'm still in kind of the research and development phase, if you will, of uh you know, choosing my costume, building my costume, working with the local garrison chapter, um, the, yeah, and, and the people that would essentially approve your costume to make sure that it meets their specifications. Um, so that it, I mean, it's authentic, right? It's, it's authentic, it's durable. Um, and it, 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 it enriches the experience that you get when, you know, you, you interact with the 501st. Okay, perfect. So we figured we got a little game, right? We're, yes. we're gonna play a little game since it's all focused on villains. Yes. Mary's gonna take over here. We're gonna see yeah. what she's got. So I'm going to give you 
the names of five Star Wars villains, but two of them are fake. What? So you need to determine which three are real and which two are fake. Okay. Oh right. gosh, I'm nervous. Okay, is this a group test or do we have? Yeah, you're all, you okay. can all work okay. together. We can all work together. All right, cool. good, so we good. got Benson. So yeah. Yeah. I think Benson, he's been doing his homework for the 501st. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And put me to shame and make fun of those silly names that I made up. <laughs> wait, 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 oh, you, okay, yeah, I'm interested. Let's see what these made. Wait. Oh, no, just don't tell us. Just go. Yeah. Number one Dirge. Two, Darth Rivar. Three, Lord Starkiller. Four, Kreia. Five, Lord Grius. Okay. The first one was Dur? Dirge. <laughs> Dirge. Dirge. I thought you said Dur. Uh, Dirge. Dirge. Um, I wanted to say that's fake just because it was funny to say. Dirge. But Starkiller is what the base is named after. Yeah. So I'm saying... I want to say that so one. It's actually, it's actually from uh, the video game... Um, I can't remember. It's it's kind of the predecessor to the first or the 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 Fallen Order. Um, it's in between. It takes place in between Episode Three and Episode Four, um, and the name. And he's essentially uh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> You're spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but he's actually the name of one of Darth Vader's apprentices that was kind of like an experiment, right? He was he's a he's a clone, and his name is Starkiller. Oh, it yeah, is. Totally he's totally be wrong. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the he's the guy. He's the main okay. character you okay. play. Because uh, I thought Star Kill. Yeah, I thought Star Killer was what Luke Skywalker was going to be named, and then they made Star Killer base in Force Awakens. Yeah. So. Yeah. So is that uh, Force Unleashed? Is that what you're talking about, Vincent? Yeah, Force Force Unleashed. Yeah. Okay. All right. I thought I'm pretty so. Sure um, that's, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, okay. All right. So maybe videos. maybe not Star Killer right, then. So Star Killer is real. Can, can we just can you just yeah. say them again, I, Mary? I'll, I'll, I'll lean into that one. I'll, I'll own it okay. if it's wrong. Okay. Star Killer is real. Okay. Dirge, Darth Rivar, <laughs> Star, Star Killer, Kreia, Lord Grius. All right. So Star Killer. He's what's the second one again? Darth Rivar. I that just sounds made up, but all of them kind of sound made up. So. <laughs> Um, I want to say I'm gonna say Dirge is real. Is real? I'm gonna say he's real. How do you guys feel about Dirge being real, Benson? What do you uh, think? Dirge. Can I ask a clarifying question? Are these are these guys supposed to be baddies, or are they just random people from the Star Wars universe? They're they supposed are all to be villains. Villains. Okay. I see. This is th- this is hard. Yeah. This is hard, but I think Dirge sounds like a I'm just wanna be Sith Lord that ended up being like a, a throwaway Inquisitor, <laughs> like he wasn't. But that's still a bad guy. Smart enough to be a Sith Lord, but so yeah, still, still a bad, bad guy. guy. Dirge. Um, that's the vibe I got when I heard Dirge. Like, oh, he's like a reject, but like he wants <laughs> to be. A Someone's Sith Lord. listening right now. I'm screaming at. Yes. Oh, someone like, is. How definitely. do you not know which ones yeah. are fake? Because we have two fake you. ones, right? There, two of them are fake, yeah. Okay. okay, I'm gonna go Dirge and Creus. Are the fakes? Yeah. Fake ones. Do we? Oh. Uh, that's my vote. Okay. Jake, I mean, what, do you, what are your fake ones? What are your fake ones, Jake? Creus is definitely. I, I don't think that's real. What, don't then, just go with what I said. What was the what divine was the and Darth conquer. one? Darth what? Darth Rivar. Darth Rivar. That one's. I'm thinking those two are the fake ones. Creus okay. and Rivar. Creus and Rivar. Mm. 
Okay, Benson, what's your vote? What's your vote? <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think it's Chris uh, and Darth Rybar. I think. Yep, that's right. Okay, all yep. right. Dirge, Star Killer, and Kreia are all real. Okay. Real. Okay. Oh wait. So which it was Creus. Yeah, there was a Lord Grius because uh, I forgot I was supposed to make this game. So as you were uh, describing the 501st, I was quickly googling Star Wars villains. What? Oh yeah, together. I saw you doing it. I figured. <laughs> Way to be. Now I'm not the one that doesn't Wait, prepare. It's Mary. I, I need to just give it's a, a bravo a for how fast you did that. That's impressive. To, to okay. I almost with... had you with Dirge. He was real. I was like, that doesn't sound real. I'm gonna yeah. put that on. Okay, that was yeah. fun. That was fun. Okay. I just made a choice to speed up the process. We were taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're moving on to some questions that we have for Benson. So yes. Benson, are you ready for some of these questions? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, we talked a little bit about it, but could you tell us exactly what is the 501st Legion? What do they do? Why did it start? Sure. Yeah, so it's a it's basically a costuming group uh, to promote interest in Star Wars. Um, and then they, so if you go on their website, they actually have like their mission statement and I'm going to go ahead and read it <laughs> or just, All just right. the three, I'd uh, love the, to hear the three it. facets. Right. And so, uh, yeah, the mission is to, uh, promote interest in star Wars to facilitate the use of costumes and then to contribute to the organization. Um, and that's kind of based the, the three tenets okay. of their mission statement. Okay. Cool. Now they do, they do like appearances at hospitals i know they partner with some of the hospitals out here like if kids want to have star wars characters come and visit then they'll do that a lot so i know that part of it is bad guys doing good so. mm-hmm. right um all right next question i guess we already kind of did number two yeah let's go to number three number three what made you decide to join benson what made you want to do this oh that's a good question um so i think it was about five or six years ago um i had heard about i mean I, i've kind of been into costuming since i was a little kid and i i would get so one of my pet peeves even when i was little is uh really crappy costumes so like those kids that wear the <laughs> the the costumes from walmart and like yeah. the back of their helmet it doesn't exist or like yep yeah oh, it's yeah. like just really like cheaply put together like that would bug me as a kid so as a kid um, would you walk up behind them and just pull that little band and snap it on the back of their head no i wasn't no, I would just, I would like seethe inside and, you know, let my hatred dwell judge. within me and all that. Um, but no, like I, I, it probably speaks more to my, my OCD and, and that sort of thing. Um, but I, like that was just a, I remember from a, from a young age that like, like I hated the, the crappy costumes and I was like, you know what? Like if I ever went costuming, like I'd make it look good and I would, I, I want to, I'd want to like put the time into it and make it look realistic and authentic and. You know, when people look at me like, whoa, like that, that's really accurate. He's real. That's really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's real, right? And so mm-hmm. um, I, I kind of stumbled upon the, the 501st. Somebody uh, that I knew uh, through my wife uh, was part of the Legion uh, or the, sorry, the, the garrison leadership. And he was talking about it and I overheard and I was like, oh, this sounds cool, you know. Um, and kind of from then on, I, I, I heard more about their mission and what really struck me was, um, how, uh, how involved they are in, in the community, like doing charity work and visiting hospitals and, and, you know, like Kyle said, bad guys doing good. 
Um, and that really kind of struck home. I, I love the idea of giving back to our communities. And, and while doing that, I get to share my love of Star Wars. Like that's that's two awesome things that, you know, I, I, I've wanted to do. And so um, that's kind of what got me what got me interested. And, and um, I, I, I waited a long time and I feel like right now I'm in a spot in my life where I have a little bit of disposable income where I can put towards a costume. <laughs> um, even when I do get some strange glances from my wife and she's like, wait, you spent how much on what? <laughs> That's so, so funny. But no, it's, it's, it's yeah. been fun. So it's been, yeah, it, it's been a good time to start. So what, um, do you have any idea what character you're going to do for your costume yet or? Yeah. So I've actually been working on my costume since August. Um, and I've decided to do Kylo Ren, uh, from the force awakens. Really? Is that is that because he started out as Ben Solo, or do you feel a connection as Ben Sin? <laughs> right? No, actually, I so I I really wanted to do Boba Fett, um, and the other mm. one that I liked almost as much was Kylo Ren, um, but trying to keep frugality in mind, I I realized I could make if if I made a lot of the costume myself, if I got out our sewing machine and and you know did a lot of the stuff myself, the painting and. Um, mm-hmm. you know, building it myself, then, then I could do it for probably half, um, hmm. roughly. Wow. I mean, that's the raw estimate. So yeah, right. that, from a, from a, a financial perspective, it, uh, I, I ended up choosing Kylo Ren, but now having seen the Mandalorian, I'm so glad I didn't choose Boba <laughs> Fett. <laughs> yeah. Now my, my next one, I want it to be the man. I want it to be Din Jarvin from the Mandalorian. Uh, that's, that'll okay. be my next one I do after I finish Kylo. So. Yep. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. So, yep. So, question. Are you allowed to use this as a Halloween costume, or is it only for 501st events? No. So, no, you can can use it however you want, right? Um, Some of the parts that you'll source for your costume are pretty spendy. Um, So, uh, you might not want to wear, like, or take those out to, like, trick-or-treat in the dark where somebody might steal it, or it might get ruined or scuffed or whatever. And so... Um, but no, there's no rule that, well, at least not that I'm aware of, right? Where you, you can't use this for other events. Uh, a lot of the people that I, that I, that I've met in our, I've got, there's a Facebook group and, um, there's a lot of other events that people will do. Um, and so, yeah, you're not limited to wear your 501st approved costume just to 501st events. At least to my knowledge. So is this like your first time like experiencing like cosplay or have you ever done it before in the past? So uh, a couple of years ago, I got some tickets to uh, Comic Con in Salt Lake, and I was like, oh, that's "I'm going to go to Comic Con." That's awesome. Yeah, I was. It was kind of fun. Um, I I realized if I'm going to Comic Con, I'm going to dress up. Like, uh-huh. I watched The Big Bang growing up, and I, you know, heard about all the crazy things and saw pictures on Instagram, and I was like, "Yeah, I want, I want to be part of that. I want to like dive into the culture." And so. I, I tried to find I I've uh, kind of been enamored with villains and and their role in in storytelling and so I tried to find a villain that I could do from a you know a a, a movie or whatever that I really like that was going to be easy and cheap and so I I actually put together uh, a scarecrow um, from Batman Begins I I put together a scarecrow mask threw oh, on a suit and carried around sweet. a briefcase and it was actually pretty convincing it was really fun. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I actually yeah. now that I think about it, I remember seeing photos. Now that you talk about it, I, I saw pictures of it, and yes, it was kind of freaky. So, 
That's cool. It's like, that's my brother-in-law right there. The one that looks like a psychopath trying to yeah, poison, a like, his face let gas out through the entire, out. like, all of Gotham City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That's fun. You said you've been working on your costume since August. What has been, like, the hardest part to make so far? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. So the hardest part to make, I haven't actually started on yet. I've, um, Kylo has a lot of, like, robes and like an outer robe and an inner robe and a tunic and sleeves that are pleated um and so a lot of the like the most challenging thing will probably be sewing the like that outer tunic um especially since that um uh that outer tunic is a is a is a type of material or fabric that's kind of hard to source it's pretty expensive and so if i mess up it's not gonna be it's not gonna be <laughs> just don't um, mess up so yeah i <laughs> yeah right i so yeah i think but overall the hardest thing in, in kind of doing this is being patient right i want to go fast i want to did it i want it to be done i want it like wear it and, and be a part of the the organization um and i think i'm taking a, a pretty atypical approach to joining the 501st a lot of times people will uh, choose a, a costume that's a little bit easier to put together into source and a lot of things you can just buy and so on you know like patches and stuff but um i guess I, I from from what i understand i picked a pretty involved costume um but i i don't know my, my philosophy is go big or go home so yes <laughs> uh, we'll I see if i regret it. that here soon <laughs> so with that quick now that his helmet's a little different are you going to update to the broken but repaired with red welding or whatever it was <laughs> so if i did want to do that version of his costume um i would have to well I, i'm already so far committed into my existing one i probably won't oh because um, you'd have to change everything because he's got a whole different tunic and everything yeah, yeah that's how so detailed it has to be yeah it's it's actually pretty crazy right um so the the main differences are he wears it like a just a single tunic that's that's got that's a a pin tuck tunic and that pattern is very difficult. You have to ask your wife, Kyle, if she's ever done a pin tuck um, on a uh, piece of clothing before. Okay, but right. it's it's like super challenging um, to do. And then not only that, he has this like really cool leather cape, um, and that is like I think to get it right and to, to get one that's super authentic, I've seen you know them being sold for seven to eight hundred dollars just for the cape just for the cape oh man wow yeah so probably not (laughs) yeah yeah okay so really we're learning you have to be so committed and ready to do this if you want to Mm -hmm. i was just wondering do you have do you have a ballpark idea of how much people usually spend on the costumes you might not be able to answer that so no, that's, that's actually a really good question. Um, and I'm sure that there are going to be people that actually have these costumes that are going to be like, no, nope, he's wrong. So please take <laughs> my estimates with a grain of salt. I've heard I've heard that Boba Fett is one of the more expensive ones um, alongside uh, Darth Vader, and they cost anywhere yeah, from like two to $3,000. Um, Kylo Ren, <laughs> if you buy... If you buy the the so if you buy it from somebody that will make your tunic custom for you, um, Kylo Ren can run up to two thousand dollars if you have Yikes. custom like tunics and sleeves and boots and stuff. So hmm. yeah, but Crazy. there are but the, not not to not to deter any any listeners that <laughs> want to get involved. There are a lot more affordable costumes, so don't 
don't let that deter you from from joining. There there are very affordable options to to getting into the Five First if this is something you're interested in. So cool. is there a character like with t-shirt and jeans that we could yes. pick, or maybe <laughs> no? Right, I'm, for no, like the I low mean, budget sure individual, right? <laughs> I think some of the some of the common entry level ones are like the Imperial officers um, that have oh, like okay. a jumpsuit yeah. and then jack easy. boots and a cap. Yeah, it's 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 pretty straightforward. Hmm. Hmm. But nobody wants to do that. No, so. we would go all out. <laughs> yeah, we. You got to do something good, right? I mean. Well, that's kind of the cool thing about it, though, too, is I feel like when you go to a meeting or an event or whatever, you know that everybody that's a member is so dedicated. Right. To oh, it. yeah. You know, like you've put in a lot of time and effort and sometimes money to like be there. You know, like everybody mm-hmm. that's there really wants to be there. It's not just like, hey, I guess I'll join the final yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the so. t-shirt and jeans thing is never going to happen. Right. Um, okay. I think w- one last question. When did your love of Star Wars begin? Oh, man. So I think I was first introduced to Star Wars um, when I was probably four or five years old and I was staying at my uh, same for me my yeah. grandma's house and I'm sure we were being super rambunctious and she was she probably just put something on so we would we would be quiet but <laughs> like I can distinctly remember sitting in front of her old school TV watching Star Wars for the first time and just being like overwhelmed at like the experience of watching that movie and it was just kind of it was kind of love at first sight like the rest was history i i loved that movie and i think i watched did you say which movie uh a new hope sorry that's okay that's a good question so it was a new hope um and yeah i just i i fell in love i i I think i watched that movie five or six times that day i think Mm. as much as my grandma would let me and then yeah, every time I was over at her house, it was like it was like a ritual. I'd say, "Hey, can we, can we watch can we watch Star Wars?" Sure enough, <laughs> she'd funny. pop it out and I'd sit down in front of the TV and watch it. And then it like my cousins, you know, were were into it and they were they're a bit older than I am and so anytime that we'd stay at their house, I'd watch it with them and um yeah, it it just yeah. Started from a young age. Love my grandma for it and uh yeah, the rest is history. Yes. Thank you, Grandma, for using TV to entertain us. Yeah, that's what we say. Thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Benson, for answering all those questions for us and and sharing your wealth of knowledge. We're very much informed now with the Five Hundred First, and I'm honestly kind of intrigued. I kind of want to join. What about you guys? You guys want to join? I mean, yes. I feel like if I say no, it'll be wrong. (laughs) Well, if you guys stay tuned, our next episode. Yes, next episode we are going to be. We'll have to get some help. Yes, we need some help. We're gonna be making our own piece of whatever it may be, whether it's armor, maybe a tunic. Mm-hmm. Although Benson made it sound like the sewing is not really oh. easy, so <laughs> sewing we'll... was literally my worst grade in college. <laughs> yeah. I took a sewing oh, class; no. it was my worst grade. <laughs> oh man, That's... maybe we'll steer clear of the sewing. <laughs> we'll get some help making a helmet, or we'll just buy a helmet and we'll all wear it and say, "Look how cool we are." Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're going to try to make something. That'll be our, our next episode. And I'm excited but also nervous. I have some doubts. Yes. But it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Well, mm-hmm. Benton, thank you for being here with us. It's been great to have you on. Thanks, guys. It was it was a pleasure. So, okay, Kyle, so, yeah, you ready? Actually, this, credit to Benson. He sent this to me earlier today. Uh-oh. So, he already knows the answer? But yeah. So, Benson, you got to just listen. Don't, don't okay. spoil the joke for everybody, okay? okay? All right. All right. So, knock, knock. 
Who's there? I was like, which one is this going to do? <laughs> well, anyway, okay. Yoda lady. Yoda lady who? Yoda lady who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, but he said it, it's it's a little bit. And it has that. Oh, I was going to mention this earlier. The most horrible villain of all Star Wars showed up in episode eight of The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis. Punching, punching baby, baby not Yoda. Not once. Not I believe oh, it was multiple three times. That. Yeah, I like almost jumped through the screen. Oh. I mean, I've seen videos of people kicking TV screens when they're watching like <laughs> a sporting match and they get upset. I've never been oh, that upset okay. watching TV until that moment. It's like you don't punch Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah, no, that was that was bad. I'm so glad IG11 came out of nowhere and just wrecked him. I was yeah. like, yeah, take yeah. that. Don't hurt Baby Yoda. All right, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed our episode this week. We're very excited for our next episode and watching our attempt to make some armor. So stay tuned, and we will see you guys next time.